Now, uh, exercise physiologist Mark Oswald has stopped by because it's a Wednesday and that's what you kind of do, mate. You uh, stop I, by. I just, it's my regular, <laughs> it's literally my only commitment that I cannot get out of the entire week and I love it. Well, you, you can, but you, you no, like Well, I choose to. not to because I do enjoy my time in here. Fair enough. A fun commitment. We like that. Um, today, falls prevention. Um, the last thing we ever want to do is, is fall over and there can be some problems there. And before we get into how we stop them, I believe there's been a bit of chatter in this week um, about the amount of people that are presenting to hospitals with falls. That number's going up. Yeah, it's going up significantly. So I was actually contacted by the Newcastle Herald and they did an article yesterday in the paper um, because essentially there's a concern that literally our rate of falls, falls admissions into hospitals is increasing significantly over the last 10 years. Now that may be a count of the ageing population, but from what I see all day every day when we're at work is it's actually more to do with people just losing their strength, their confidence, their balance. Um, in terms of their ability to walk from point A to point B, or if, to get up from the off, yeah from the chair, or yeah, and these things are literally resulting in people ending up in hospital with significant injuries. Yeah, and then once your confidence goes, then you're probably ending up in walking patterns that aren't great anyway. Yeah. So what happens is we get what I call the old person shuffle, where you know someone's walking and they've got this really small gait, so they're you know from one foot to the other is mm. quite. Um, quite narrow. Now the reason people do that is because when we're actually walking we are actually balancing on one leg at some phase throughout the walking gait. So if you're taking a big stride you're literally balancing on one leg for a greater amount of time. Now people that have the inability to stand on one leg they will alter their gait to shorten it. Now the reason that's you know that's that's fine that's what they do but the problem is when you then trip over a little ledge or you, you know it's raining outside today so you step on something that's a little bit slippery you don't have the strength and the resilience to be able to catch yourself and stop yourself from falling now you know if you fall and do a wrist or a shoulder yeah it's a long-term recovery but if you injure your knee or break a hip you know there's enough evidence out there to say if you end up in hospital because of that you may not actually actually you might not actually come out of hospital either so it's you know it's pretty serious stuff mm, even if you do the quality of life will have taken a huge hit yeah, look, and we've talked about it before. It's like if you have a fall and you're in hospital for six weeks, the amount of muscle deterioration you experience in that six-week period is is qu quite significant and it's kind of exponentially increases. So, yeah, you might get out of hospital, but again, like then you've got you know, nursing homes, assisted living, people helping you get in and out of a chair. Like it, Your quality of life significantly decreases where you could literally just do some very basic exercise maintain your strength and function and then yeah you can prevent these things from happening all right so there are two um you mentioned the walking the standing on one foot we'll get to that in a second what's the first one again yeah so the best thing to go the best thing to do and everyone can do this at home and go you know am i at risk of falls and it's really simple if you're sitting down in a chair listening to us this morning stand up if you can't do that without putting your hands down, grabbing for something, throwing yourself up. Like if you just can't stand up on your own body, body strength, you're at a risk of falls. Let's see if we can try that one. There we go. Oh, yeah. Well, if, if you can't do that, I'd have some significant okay. concerns. <laughs> well, we did the first one. That's, we did that's the first it. one. All right. Having the second that, one. I was so, in a high chair. So, well, you were, so. so it was pretty easy. But the thing is, so you can stand up off a chair. All right. So And just like the kitchen table chair. If you're down at a you know, super low lounge, maybe I'll 
cut a bit of slack mm. on that. But getting out of the kitchen chair should be quite simple. And then now that you're out of the kitchen chair, can you stand on one leg for 15 seconds without flailing your arms around, trying to balance? Right. So literally arms down by your side, yep. stand on one leg. <clears throat> are you going to give me the count, aren't you? Well, I don't have a stopwatch, but let's oh. pretend for 15 seconds. Pretty much, I can see if one, you can... Yeah, two. but see, you're laterally shifting, so that's a concern. We'll talk about really? that in the break. I'm yeah. just standing on one foot. Yeah, but you're not using the right amount of muscle to right. actually do it I'll try the other one, see if I do it that way. <laughs> that just as bad. <laughs> So because I'm going, I'm leaning. Okay, so you're leaning. Okay. So basically what you're doing is balancing as opposed to stabilising and that's a whole other concept and talking around pelvic stability and trunk stability. Well, it didn't take too long. Week number two and you found something wrong. So that's, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. But for those of you out, you know, out in listening world who are trying to stand on one leg and you're literally flailing your arms around. I wasn't flailing. No, I know. So it's actually, yeah, if we rated you on a one to ten with one being you need to come and see me tomorrow. And 10B in perfection, you're yeah. around about a six. All right. Do you notice I'm doing it now? No, you've slightly improved. See, there you go. Yeah, see, so, so it's, it's a learned a, response. A fair yeah, enough. but like it's such a, it's such a simple thing to, to be able to test mm. yourself with. And if honestly you can't stand on one leg, your risk of falls is increasing exponentially. And so many people come in, oh, it's a balance issue. It's a, you know, I, I don't have confidence. It's like, well, confidence comes from strength. So if you've got the functional strength and stability around your lower limbs, pelvis, around your trunk, which is, there's some really easy exercises you can start with at home and then, you know, obviously progress over time. Um, but you, you need to do something about it because the risk of falls, it's significantly, yeah, it causes significant concerns for the quality of life. Our exercise physiologist, Mark Gosnell, as always, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. I'll be back next week. He will. And as a reminder, if you have a uh, issue we'd like Mark to cover, whether it's uh, whether it's yep, standing up, whether it's anything exercise-related, health-related, you can send him your email and he'll uh, answer those questions over the next couple of weeks. Ask Mark at 2 com.